Hello, my dear listeners. Today in my 20th podcast, I would like to uh, uh, discuss on fraud detection and symptoms of fraud, which is a very important topic. See, fraud is willful representation of a fact, knowing it to be false and with an intention to make profit and to cause loss to the other party. So, just like there are two parties to a contract, there are also two parties to a fraud. And there, one is a fraudster whose false representation of facts he benefits and there is a victim who loses the money in the process. An important aspect of detection is first to identify the various factors that cause the fraud. Also, there are always two elements involving frauds that one, one should know. One is risk and two is materiality as understood by the auditors. There is an element of risk of fraud in business always and then comes the extent of losses depending on the size of the fraud. So, fraud is prevented and also detected how by stringent internal control systems, by having very effective whistleblower policies, with clear demarcation of the duties and responsibilities and accountability and a structured organization with clear-cut laid-down policies, that is SOPs. And on top of that, the employees of the organization should also be trained in fraud prevention and they should be made aware of the consequences if any fraud is perpetrated by anyone. In the modern times, at present, artificial intelligence, machine learning, big data, etc. are the latest technologies also play a big role in the prevention of frauds by putting various, uh, various aspects of controls. So, fraud, another thing is evidence. Which means fraud must be proved by showing the defendant's action. Okay? And prove. And one, prove a false statement has been made. Two, the person knows that this statement is making is false. Three, the person has intention of deceiving another. That means the fraudster has intentions of deceiving the victim. Four, the plaintiff has relied on such misstatements. That means the victim has relied on such misstatements, believing them to be true. And finally, there is financial loss or injury to the victim. Thus, concrete evidence is what courts of law rely on. The detection and prevention of fraud are basic for a smooth functioning of any economic system. Now, let us briefly deal with the red flag warnings. See, what do you understand by a red flag? A red flag is a warning signal about a possible fraud being perpetrated or likelihood of being committed. So, it is always better to prevent fraud than doing post-mortem of the occurrence of a fraud after the organization or individual or a group of persons suffered monetary or other losses due to fraudulent activities. See, there are different kinds of fraudsters, which we shall discuss in a later podcast, like accidental fraudsters and predator fraudsters. Briefly, accidental fraudsters 
are those who by a nature of accident or by way of opportunity become fraudsters and predator fraudsters are born fraudsters they have always an intention to defraud others okay and we'll uh, deal with it in a later podcast in detail now let us briefly deal with the red flags or the uh, warning signals of frauds in an organization accounting irregularities and suspicious transactions weak internal control systems or ineffective internal controls are compromised with the top management tips and whistle blower warnings luxury lifestyles that means living beyond one's means or his salary or his emoluments or his earnings unusual and odd behavior fraudsters are not always confident looking especially at workplaces and so one should also observe people who are unusual and odd in their behavior then analytical irregularities like sharp changes in debits or credits in a particular account or a set of accounts circumstances that are too unusual which may result in concealment theft or conversion thus the above are a few examples of very prominent red flags okay and frauds involve among other things mostly in organizations the what number 1 misappropriation of assets two fraudulent financial reporting three corrupt business practices four bribery and lastly but not the least number 5 money laundering transactions now let us briefly deal with the red flags see number 1 financial transactions red flags in this let us briefly i, I will explain to you different uh, things like regarding structure of the organization's personnel okay whether it is properly structured with accountabilities and all then red flags within the organization's operations of any suspicious activities red flags within the financial system and performance then long pending unreconciled balances in the accounts then ghost employees that are employed who are not on the rolls but salaries are paid then inventory shortages and stealing and manipulating records of inventory which is quite common if there are no proper controls then customer complaints against any particular employee of the organization unusual unusual pricing or rights and discounts beyond allowed limits are showing a favors towards some customers so these are all the, some of the financial transactions red flags similarly user behavior red flags see these are at length discussed in the fraud triangle which actually i have earlier explained in detail in one of my podcasts uh, actually it again covers uh, like living beyond the means as discussed above domestic and financial problems that will uh, lead one to become a fraud, one to one attempts one to steal 
then unwillingness to take holidays because they referred that in their in their absence the fraud perpetrated by them might be discovered so unwillingness to take holidays then pressures from within the organization to meet the targets then any legal past or present problems that will make an employee steal like that and these are well explained in a, by way of fraud triangle uh, which is uh, means opportunity to commit fraud due to weak internal controls or there is a scope to commit uh, fraud because of the because of the position he is in and personal and domestic pressures like health family issues financial issues bad habits etc will will make somebody to steal from the company then a bad attitude towards the management by way of discontentment that the management is enjoying all the fruits of the their hard work and this and i get only a piece of salary and work so hard but no other benefits will lead such an employee to commit frauds that is all about the fraud triangle in brief now let us deal with the different ways of unfolding the frauds after red flag alerts then once there is a suspicion fraud examiners or the internal auditors or the forensic accountants should interview with them that all the employees whether they are past present also interview with the third parties like customers vendors and informants witnesses etc so interviewing procedure is the most important fundamental thing to do to proceed in the investigation of any fraud or suspected fraud then phone records then emails then the media then the public records then the security check records also will give some uh, leads to trace the fraudsters also document analysis and data analytics with the latest techniques that are available in the present day of technology like big data and then applying various statistical tools to see the pattern of the transactions etc that will also give a clue to oh, check how the fraud occurred and who is responsible okay and so there's a uh, this is a very brief discussion to give an overall idea about the uh, about uh, <coughs> uh, the about fraud detection and the symptoms of fraud and the red flags of fraud and how they can be prevented etc so we should conclude that first identi- uh, first the fraud should be identified next steps are taken to prevent frauds and action should be initiated immediately an identification of symptoms as enumerated above without giving too much of time for covering up or for destroying evidence which normally happens if there is too much delay in the investigation of a possible or suspected fraud and the fraudsters be brought to book through courts of law or other authorities concerned i am sure all these podcasts are of a good use to the listeners fraud examiners auditors general public and anyone who wants to 
prevent fraud or who are fraud fighters and for more information you can check on my linkedin there are several uh, posts uh, I, uh, i am doing and also you can check my websites uh, which you can get through my linkedin and also you can go through my podcast on buzzsprout or on spotify and any further queries uh, you can contact me on my email kolluru@gmail.com wish you good luck and stay free from frauds see you in my next podcast